Monster RX 93.1 presents Heard on Thursdays Hot conversations on hot topics Your host, JC Thevis Yo, what up, ladies and gentlemen Monsters all over the world How are you? I hope you're all fine this wet and windy week Let's hope, uh, let's hope that we have a lot of fun and sun this weekend. But as our guest tonight will tell you, don't forget your sunblock. Okay, welcome to more Hot Conversations here on Heard on Thursdays, the show that made Philippine FM Radio Talk. I'm your host, JC Tevez. What's up? Welcome. What is the one thing we all do when we're stuck in one place for a long time? Which is our universal experience right now, I would I would say, right? Wouldn't you agree? Uh, well, we take selfies. We make TikTok videos. Well, some more than others, some more popular than others. I tried once. Oh, didn't go well. <laughs> our mugs are on our social feeds for more posts than ever. And we want ourselves to look good, don't we? Don't we want to look the best? Uh, filters can help. I mean, uh, filters can really help, yes. But they can only go so far. What we want is the real deal. We want good, clear, glowing skin that's appealing and full of charm, beauty, and vitality. Tonight's guest may be able to help you in that regard. Yes. Uh, um, you know, he's not a skin doctor, nor is he an academic expert, but he's a trustworthy resource person in his own right. Skincare has been his avocation for years. Yes. He's been researching on and experimenting with products available in the market, and he shares his knowledge and experience in very accessible videos on YouTube and TikTok that have gained a wide following. So, ladies and gentlemen, Heard on Thursdays, popular skincare YouTuber Jan Angelo joining us tonight. Jan, what's going on? How are you? Hello, JC. I'm great. Thank you for having me tonight. Thank you. Thank you so much. I mentioned right before the interview, thank you for staying up late at night. I'm sure we'll discuss this all down the line. Uh, you know, sleep, how important is it for your skin? And for those of you who are just listening on air, you have to go on Facebook. You have to check out Jan's skin in the fla- facebook.com slash rx931. <laughs> Jen, first of all, you look incredible. Before we get into your skin, before we get into your skin care and, and what you've been talking about on TikTok and on YouTube, we're going to ask you, you know, get to let, get to know you a little bit better. First of all, what have you been doing besides TikTok and YouTube? Where does that really take up all of your time? Have you been watching anything on Netflix or, or Disney Plus or, or YouTube? Maybe you're, you you watch fellow YouTubers as well. What, what have you been, what's been keeping you busy entertainment-wise? Well, definitely that. Yeah, watching watching other YouTubers too. But I think something unique that I did over, you know, the whole time that we're, you know, locked in our houses. Aside from, you know, losing my mind, which I think everyone had a face <laughs> in like... <laughs> um, I think um, something interesting that I did was I tried to learn a new language, which is actually Bahasa Indonesia. Oh, about Indonesia. Yeah, because it's actually pretty easy if you're Filipino. There's a lot of close words. Cool. So I think that's something interesting that I did. Yeah, <laughs> I would feel like because maybe the similarities in the I don't know, like I'm not a I'm not a linguist or anything, but I I do I I've, I've yeah. heard people from Malaysia talk and they do have a similarity in a sense. How long have you been? How long do you yeah. plan, do you plan to continue that? Do you, do you want to expand to the Malaysian market, for example, with your with your content? That would be cool, right? right? Uh, but I think I'm doing it just I'm doing it now a, a bit just for fun. But I've actually been getting into like Indonesian and Malaysian skincare too. So I think that'll help a little bit, a little bit. Uh-huh. But yeah, now it's just for fun. Okay. As we see the comments uh, section flooding in as well, just a reminder to all our monsters. If you want to ask Jan a question about skincare uh, on the show tonight at RX931 on Facebook, YouTube, as well as on Twitch. So Jan, let's get to know you for, for people who are just seeing your... Uh, 
I sure you get this a lot. Your beautiful face. You're seeing your beautiful face tonight here on live. <laughs> um, you know, a little origin story behind you as a uh, skincare content creator. Let's talk about that. When did you start? Uh, how long have you been doing it? And why did you start? Um, okay, so uh, just to point out, I think the journey to becoming a skincare enthusiast uh, is kind of different from becoming a skincare YouTuber. Basically, um, being a skincare enthusiast, that started around like uh, 2013, 2014 when I got really bad acne and I realized, you know, there's so much products. When you shop for skincare, uh, there's so much products out in the market and you like don't know where to start sometimes. And so I tried to like, you know, take matters into my own hands. At that time, that was what I thought taking matters into my own hands were was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, finding which which skincare like objectively can really help me. And so that got me to become a skincare enthusiast. Um, becoming a skincare YouTuber, it's something that happened over, you know, the lockdown. Um uh, but it stems from ad- an advocacy to really make skincare information more accessible, not only in terms of, oh yeah, sorry, not only in terms of information, but also in terms of products, mm-hmm. because a lot of the products we know, skincare products we know tend to be expensive, mm-hmm. but um, I like to keep, you know, options open, like some local options that tend to be a bit more uh Budget friendly. Uh, so yeah, basically just making skincare more accessible and also quality information. Information from actual dermatologists, actual mm. cosmetic chemists, and actual experts. Yeah, would you say that there is a uh, before you you know when you started getting into it, before you decided to put out content that was uh, like you said informative and uh, educational in a sense. Do you think that it, it's lacking or is it still lacking right now? Do you think we, there's still a lack or a lot of misinformation about skincare being uh, dispersed uh, by you know the media or, or other people? In your opinion, how, what is the state of skincare knowledge right now, here, especially here locally in the Philippines? I think uh, there's still... I guess the, uh, a nice way to say it is uh, there's still a bit more work to do because um, there's really, uh, I guess it's also an accessibility issue when it comes to, you know, information. Uh, I guess also um, people don't really know where to look at for information. So it's not really their fault. But at the same time, yes, I think there's a lot of misinformation to really you know debunk so to speak right right and uh you know now that we're on that topic when it comes to when when it came to your uh learning about skincare what was it a trial and error thing i i I don't know how you know putting a lot because i don't do that much skincare which admittedly i should be doing more skincare but uh um You know, when when I look on YouTube, for example, my my first thing is if I was going to get into skincare, YouTube is probably the place to go because it's a very visual platform and there's there's always, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. YouTubers or content creators with with thousands, even millions of followers who can give advice. Uh, But when it comes to advice, is is it mostly subjective or do you you really look into the science behind things before you try on a product? Uh, Do you always try the product on yourself first or do you just kind of see what the results have been through... You know, from from uh, studies, and then just give that information out to the world. How do, how does your content flow work? So, if you were gonna make a video, and you said, um, you know, let's talk about moisturizers. I'm, I'm only throwing out words that I know. So, moisturizer. Right? Let's, let's, let's talk about yeah. moisturizers today. <laughs> um, so, if you were gonna do a video about moisturizers, what would be your train of thought? Are you looking at the most popular brands and then comparing them based on results from other people, or are you gonna 
get, get those, try them on yourself, and see what works best for you. How does it work for you, at least? Well, um, the thing about skincare that I've uh, an important thing that I've learned, I think, throughout the years is as much as skincare is really a subjective thing. Uh, sorry, as much as skincare is really an objective thing, like you can really base it on science. There are really ingredients that can help you um, achieve a certain goal for your skin. Um, even dermatologists themselves who are experts have also said that skincare is also a subjective thing. So mm. it's really a balance. And so uh, my train of thought when it comes to you know making a video, it's always, of course, first we look for ingredients. Uh, we look for skincare that have that has ingredients that are um, going to be helpful. It's not full of... I, I, I This is just like a nickname for me. I, I'm not okay. sure if it's really the name sure, for it. Like sure. filler ingredients, mm. like unnecessary ingredients. So there's that. Um, in, in a subjective manner, you can also make it like... Because other people have more budget for skincare, but other people don't really have that much budget for skincare mm. whether it's their choice or not so we have to factor that in you can get objective when it comes to the price but subjective when it comes to the people who are willing to spend how much however much price they want to spend on it and also I think skin type is very important that's something I think about as well so when you think uh, skin type it's very subjective because it depends on someone's lifestyle mm-hmm. but where you get objective is like let's say okay if someone has oily skin then we'll look for ingredients that are more suited for oily skin. So it's really, every video is really a balance of um, being objective and being subjective at the same time. Nice. And I think that's that's a big challenge when it comes to skin. I, I think sure. it's my biggest challenge, I think. Exactly. Especially the objective part because, uh, you know, subjectivity in anything is usually, if it's somebody's opinion, you can't really get mad at it or, or, or you know, you can't really get called out for yeah. Your opinion, unless it's says, you know, unless your opinion tramples on like human rights or anything, but in the general sense, right? If we're talking about skincare, right? Uh, you know, yes. I, I think this moisturizer is the best. You can't tell me that your your thing is wrong. But if it comes to the science mm. behind it, like you said, there is an objective aspect to to skincare. How that must be a fine line to toe, especially someone, let's say, who like, you didn't go to school for this per se. In in the in the you know the educational sense like the, the the degree sense but you've been doing this you know studying yeah. this on your own have you had any issues with that with maybe uh people asking you telling you hey, hey jen uh, you said this but it didn't work how do you how do you deal with that kind of uh, f- uh f- feedback or or backlash in a sense that comes up uh, that that like a lot of people who comment on my videos uh they bring up this topic a lot, uh, saying this product worked for them, this product did not work for them. Um, and I think that's also what proves the subjectivity of skincare and how different, and in the objective sense, how different everyone's skin really is. Mm-hmm. Because um, I can only, like, I, I do tell my audience, I can only do so much when it comes to products. But at the end of the day, it's really up to the user's prerogative, how much they really know their skin I can only be like my. Ad- I always tell them uh, actually to take my advice with a grain of salt like if they feel like it's really not going to work for them even if I rave about the product even if I give so much positive reviews about the product then I always suggest follow what they think will will work and just weigh out uh, what, what matters to me is really that they get an informed opinion and an opinion that is fair especially in a world full of 
um, grabby in the world, but I mean, like in a, <laughs> in in, a world, like I know, right? Like <laughs> in a time where there's so much misinformation, right? Indeed. So all I want to do is just for them to make uh, informed choice. Right. So yeah, are you in partnership with any uh, dermatologist? Do you do you have like a, a contact that you consult with before maybe presenting information that you might not be a hundred percent sure on, uh, or or do you even plan on on maybe pursuing? Uh, uh, higher education when it comes to, to skin down the line is that something that you have uh, considered as well out of curiosity um, when it comes to higher education I get this question from like my relatives and my friends a lot who see my YouTube channel they're like why are you a dermatologist but um, honestly my answer is really like I love skincare but I also know because I have a lot of friends also who are in the medical field yes and, um, it's definitely more than that and I, I don't oh, yeah. think I'm willing to go through all that because you know at the end of the day like a dermatologist really treats skin diseases mm. and even like uh, uh, there's also like only up to a point that the dermatologist can know about skincare because uh, dermatologists are busy you know treating people's skin to be updated on trends on skincare right. and so um, I guess that's what I realized like that that's my place in like the skincare or beauty community mm-hmm. really to give input on the products give input on the trends and you know balance the information out and when it comes to like working uh, alongside or consulting dermatologists definitely now um, I guess being blessed with a platform um, more dermat- I've been in contact with more dermatologists getting to know more information mm-hmm. um, but starting out my channel um I always tell this to my viewers as well. I have the same resources that they do. Um, I just show it to them that hey, this resource is available. You can act. There are a lot of uh, dermatologists even on YouTube that they can get an opinion from, mm. and um, I'm just showing that to them. I I, I don't tell them that parang I I have better resources. I have the best resources. I tell them that they can access this too. Like I'm just showing to them. Mm. So, so. Okay, great. And uh, you know we have a lot of viewers on Facebook as well. But uh, once again, a reminder to everyone oh, listening nice. on air: Facebook.com/slash/rx931. Also on YouTube and on Twitch. And uh, you know we everyone must ask you about your your skin, Jen. And not just because of your content. I mean, I, even if I didn't watch any of your YouTube videos, if I didn't see you on TikTok, if I met you in a person, I would be like, damn. <laughs> your skin is fantastic, uh, but was your skin always like that? Uh, did how long uh, was it to you know if it was a process? How long did it take to get to you know your level of, of skin? I don't even know what the what the word to use your your skin <laughs> level skin whatever <laughs> skin achievement um, skin achievement mm. I like that um, definitely like I, I'm going to be very transparent. Uh, probably like my skin is definitely not perfect and my viewers know this because I take close-ups of my skin probably my skin looks um, my skin looks uh, what other people think as good like here right now because the lighting is pretty nice okay, etc right. et <laughs> but um, I, I'm very open to uh, being a sufferer of acne okay um, I do get acne from time to time and it's something I, I've actually been suffering since um I was a teenager, mm. um, but only was able to really get to to like to consult a dermatologist over it when when like during adulthood maybe like towards the end of college, um, and more only more consistent only more consistent now. So um, yeah, I'm very open about that. I'm also very uh, 
uh, skin positive. Is that if that's a word to my viewers? Na if they have textured skin, different, uh, they have acne. It's normal. It's human. It really happens. It it's not. People think acne is because someone has bad decisions, mm-hmm. and <laughs> that's only like a really small slice of a pie. I think for the most part, acne is really like a skin condition mm-hmm. that someone uh, needs to get. For the most part, if they want to. Um, to get medical intervention, like if they want, uh, if they want it to get treated, they need meds meds for it. I'm very that that's like my goal when when it comes to YouTube. When so, when a viewer finally uh, you know tells me na parang oh hey I went to a dermatologist. I finally went to a dermatologist because of your videos. That's like the goal that I want right. to, them to 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 I get to. And so achieve. yeah. So uh, now that you mentioned your YouTube, let's let's talk about your YouTube channel. We have a, a couple questions from you. First of all, the content that you put out. Uh, we have a, <laughs> a commenter here. Magtagalog po tayo. Hindi pa daw sila re. Ay sorry. Okay. <laughs> <And> then, uh, <laughs> okay. No, I'm just asking. Uh, is your content mainly for uh, Filipino audience? Is it is it in Filipino or, it, or do you do everything in English and just have uh, you know have a more uh, broad audience uh, uh, reach your videos? I'd say it's about like 75 to 85% Filipino mm-hmm. because um, I like to... There's something about the Filipino language na parang it's so... It makes it so relatable. Maybe I it's because it. we're Filipinos yes, <laughs> at yes. its core, right? Mm-hmm. Like, But the like speaking in Filipino, there's this like... There's this connection to your viewer. Even me, like when I'm talking to my viewers, right. I, I feel more of a connection when I speak to them in Filipino. Siguro, uh, you, you, I speak in English for more precision and accuracy, but then Filipino is really like the way the usually way go, in, right? in, in videos. <laughs> do you still remember the first video? Yung unang video mo? The first one that you ever put out? What Do you remember what it was? Yeah. Um, it was about yung best products that you can buy in Watson's. Oh, okay. Uh, I think I'm doing a part two of that actually. Nice. Well, a little yeah. teaser for all the the fans out there. Do you have a just a, you know so that we can refer to them? Do you have a a fan club name? I, I'm I'm sure you must have some sort of uh, fan club's name like Janat. You know the typical Janatics, <laughs> Jan, Janatics. Jan, Jan, Gendermatologist or something. I don't know. Do you have a Do you have a fan club name of sorts so we can refer to them? This is an unofficial name okay. because I have been scared. <laughs> Because of you'll find out why. Why, why, Because uh, there is a skincare group that uh, a lot of my passionate viewers Mm. made uh, on Facebook, Um, and they they the name was Alagad ni Ongyel. Ongyel is my username. Okay. Alagad ni Ongyel skincare posting. So the the unofficial like. Name is like Alagad. Alagad. Okay. <laughs> I feel so uncomfortable because hindi ko naman sila Alagad. Like, well, I mean, I just like I like it. I'm not your master, but I'm just giving inform informative information. Right. You know, pero yeah. I mean, that's it, unofficial. It's name, nice, Alagad. You know, I mean, it's better. Really? It's, it's catchier than like disciples, right, or something like that. Something <laughs> <laughs> mga Alagads. Um, you mentioned that your first video was uh, top products that you could get at Watson's. So I, you know, as as your channel grew, as even as your social media in general grew, especially when you uh, incorporated TikTok, which we'll talk about uh, right after this. Mm. I there must have been some um, interest in terms of uh, mga partnerships, uh, endorsements, and yeah. whatnot, but. 
for me, anything that has an endorsement, there's always a uh, disclaimer of sorts, right? Whenever, even if it's a, a tech channel, they usually give their yes. uh, you know disclaimer like uh, just FYI. We we sent mm-hmm. this uh, you know this company X and X company sent this to me for review. Do you do a similar thing? Uh, are you very transparent that hey this video was sponsored by blank? And if so, does that ever affect yung mga comments mo, the subjectivity or opinions on the product at all? Um, when it comes to uh, sponsored content, uh, at its uh, I just want to put it out there to that um, I'm also very transparent to this about my viewers. I tell them that content creation is really um, it. I, I think about it as like a well-oiled machine, okay. so sort of um, because um, I tell them that if if they want me to spend more time, more energy, more resources into the content, then. I'll have at one point I'll have to take uh, sponsorships, so I'll I'll have mm. the resources because it's also not I guess it's also not cheap to like uh, no, buy not. skincare. And test <laughs> I don't them, think right? so, for, not at all. <laughs> right for for like uh, camera equipment, just mm. to, just the resources to make better videos in general. I think is very costly, and I tell them that I take these uh, sponsorships, so I'm able to do that. But the thing about sponsorships. Um, is I'm also very transparent to them. Like I do tell them, I do say it all the time in the video. If a video is sponsored, mm-hmm. if a video is, if only a small portion of the video is sponsored, um, I, I am very clear with that to them, and um, they seem to be okay with it. Some people, of course, there will be some people who don't understand. They'll want unapologetically unsponsored content, mm. but um, you know, for me, I just. My, my my laser focus is really on the community yes. that is here. Na parang um, uh, giving them uh, being able to create more content uh, for them, and also I think it's also uh, worth saying that um, it, I think I've learned it's okay to have sponsored content in someone's uh, social media platform as long as they use it responsibly, because there are people that. Especially uh, when it comes to informing people, giving out informative content, I always make it a point to like uh, say like at the end of the day, like you still have choices. This is not the only choice because there are some uh, sponsored content uh, that are you know they tell you that this is the only option, this is the only way, mm-hmm. and so I don't want to make it like that because it comes off as a bit irresponsible and it ignores that you know skincare should be accessible. So yeah, right, right, okay. And I really like how uh, you you look at your uh, audience as a community. Uh, you kind of foster like a little, fan, you know, whether alagad or not, right? Whatever you want to, whatever right. friend. Uh, because I, I, I mean, it's it's evident just from the comment section alone. Uh, it's it, it feels like they all know one. I don't know if they all know one another, but if you scroll through the comment section on Facebook uh, as the live is going through, you can see a lot of people are just. It's like they. They're very comfortable with, with you know praising you as uh, Saint Jan, not Saint I, you know stuff. You know little inside jokes, that, which, I, <laughs> which I would assume is like a, it's a very comfortable uh, community that you fostered already. What would you say about your your YouTube channel? Do you think makes your community to you very special? Uh, and I guess this is an opportunity. We'll give you a chance at the end as well. But any a chance for you to kind of you know uh, hype up your community, give them give them uh, the props that they deserve for supporting you uh, this whole time. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sorry, what was what was oh, the question? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, your your community seems to be very uh, you know very supportive of you. 
Uh, so, you know, since you're the one who's been putting out the content, you see their reaction to it, and maybe you've seen their comments mm-hmm. to you and to each other. Uh, what would you say is special about your community in particular? Yung mga alagad ni, oh, ano, yeah. ni Jan, ni St. Jan. Um, I think what's very unique about the alagad community um, is a lot of them really know how to take information and uh, tell it, like, share it to others. Because I think uh, how misinformation spreads is someone gets the wrong idea. Even, like, if someone posts something that's factual, someone understands it the wrong way, uh-huh. misunderstands it, and that can still be a source of misinformation. But yeah. I think what's special about the the Alagad Ni Ongyel skincare yes. posting is <laughs> yeah, they're very... <laughs> They're very responsible when it comes to information. And I really, really like that. And I, they also respect... Because um, um, when it comes to skincare, there are some things that are, you know, uh, become more and more prevalent. Like, uh, like more and more people are starting to not like fragrance in their skincare to avoid allergies, which is a good, which is a good uh, precaution to take. Mm-hmm. But there's also... Um, you know, it uh, in in the states or in other countries, it it it's gotten to a point that you know they shame them. Like, why do you use fragrance in skincare? You're not a le- legit skincare enthusiast, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But what I like about this community is, you know, they respect other people's choices when it comes to skincare. They might make jokes about how a certain brand isn't as nice. They just rather use it as a foot scrub. Okay, uh, <laughs> um, but at the end of the day, it's really that respect that they foster and the responsibility of information that they uh, foster right. in, in the community. Okay, that's good. And I'm sure, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're very uh, grateful for those words. Uh, a lot, of, You have a lot of fans. Like, it, it is, uh, it's obvious that there are people who support you in, in all your endeavors. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about uh, products in general. Do you usually check out, I mean, when it comes to products, there, there are certain times throughout uh, maybe the year that Maybe not so much during pandemic, right? But before pandemic, there's always some sort of buzz around a new product, a new hype, you know, hype around a certain product. Do you always check those out? And what what are the, for you, maybe the products that you have really stood out to you in the past? Now, you don't have to name drop, you know, any brand mm-hmm. in particular, but what, 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 what are your thoughts on products that become really big uh, on social media? Uh, why do you think certain products become really big and create buzz? I think um, one of the products I think that's like uh, it's like the main example of mm-hmm. something that's really exploded in the Philippine Please. skincare scene. It's something that you called rejuven uh, that you call rejuvenating sets. Uh, I'm not sure. Have you heard of that, JC? Have you ever heard of you know rejuvenating what? I'm sets? not gonna lie to you. I, I feel like I never heard of that, but I kind of get the idea. Maybe if it was a specific product name, it would make sense. Uh, but rejuvenating just from the context, mm-hmm. you know, making your, you know, renewing your skin's life, I could imagine what it would be like. But uh, to to be frank, I have never heard of it. <laughs> but I'm sure I'm sure a lot oh. of your community has. So. Yeah, I, I bet they're probably like raging right now. I know, now. like JC, what are you? You don't know rejuvenating, JC? Sorry, <laughs> no, 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 not 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 the. Oh, not I thought to me, I'm like, I'm sorry. They, Is that like a mortal sin of, of skincare? I don't know what rejuvenating no, no, no. <laughs> is. No, 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 no. Don't worry. Like a lot of people, uh, there are people who don't know rejuve. So okay, but um, they're not. When when I say they're raging, not at you, but they're raging at 
rejuve sets because oh, it's okay. it's sort of like become this villain in skincare. Really? Because <laughs> um, there are a lot of rejuvenating sets that are that aren't regulated that mm. uh, are harmful for the skin, and so they've gotten this. Uh, even the word rejuvenating set is not uh, uh, it's not a regulated word. So technically, any skincare brand can call their their skincare rejuvenating set, and you know. Uh, it can be so different from what rejuvenating sets are. But basically, it's like a four-piece set. They give you usually a soap that's like color orange because like Kojic or papaya or something like that. They yeah, give yeah. you a really small... Uh, uh, they give you a small toner. They give you a small uh, day cream with SPF. And that's really dangerous because it's just so small. You're not able to put like the right amount of SPF. Mm-hmm. And then a night cream. Um... Some rejuvenating sets are okay. They're not bad. Um, some are better more than others. But again, it's an, an unregulated industry. So we can't pile it all in one. But there are... The rejuvenating sets that have made the news are the ones with, you know, um, uh, drugs that aren't supposed to be in there, trace metals. Um, those things make it really dangerous. And I think that's one thing that really took the Philippine skincare community like by storm mm-hmm. like um, people were you know because this the side effect of that of those rejuve sets of some of them is like you, your skin peels oh, and no. and things happen and some people think oh that's that's how you know it's working but right. not really like uh, it's really just irritating your skin so there's that on that on the you know villain side of things the yeah. rejuve sets but on the other hand I've seen like I personally seen like Filipino skincare brands that are really amazing as in international international quality sila and okay. I really believe that the Philippines has a lot of potential to like be able to you know expand their skincare market into really quality products. Right. I think it'll just it has it takes time to be able to do that. Yeah, you mentioned certain words that uh you know just from the just from the context alone seem like really bad you know, trace metals you know metal on the skin I don't know if that's a good mix right but you also er- earlier in the interview <laughs> uh, you said that there are certain things when you look for in, in products the, the ingredients look for fillers that don't belong there just off of the top of your head and I don't expect you to list them all but what are the ones for you know if general rule of thumb if I go into uh, a drugstore to buy skincare products um, what should I be looking out for to avoid um, things to look out for to avoid. If someone probably has sensitive skin, you might want to go with fragrance-free skincare. Uh, fragrance can really hide itself really well, really well in skincare. Mm-hmm. It can be listed as fragrance, but it could be listed as an essential oil. When it, when you think essential oil, um, I basically just uh, it, like my code word for it is just titas of Manila because when you think essential oils you think what does a tita put in her diffuser right like the lavender the tree (laughs) those things if tita puts it in her diffuser then it's probably uh, a bit risky for the skin but for some people some people can tolerate it some people not so much but if you want to err on the more on the more you know uh, safe side Uh then fragrance essential oils that's something uh, it's it's Something that's more of like a choice. Um, other things, it de- actually it highly depends. There are a lot of ingredients that are used wrongly. Like for example, um, like alcohol. Alcohol uh, can be used 
in a good way or can be used in a bad way. Like a bad way is those toners that are like, you know, the second ingredient mm-hmm. uh, on the list is like alcohol. And uh, fun fact, when you look at the ingredients list, it's like it's actually listed from the most to the least. So if like water is the first ingredient, that means it has the most water. Right. So let's say ingredients, skincare ingredients with alcohol in their first or second or third uh, might be a bit irritating if someone's skin is, you know, a bit dry or right. sensitive. Um, yeah. Uh, what other citrus extracts like citrus oils? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's something I tend to avoid as well. Um, yeah. I, I, you just I blew my I'm mind. Jan, I, you, you blew my mind because I did <laughs> not know. Uh, I'm being honest. I did not know that the ingredients were listed by how much they were. They made up the total. Pro- I thought it was alphabetical. Or I mean, I've never really. Took taking the time to look at skincare. For, I did not know that. So if alcohol is like first or second on the list, that means it contains that. I mean, the most amount of that in that product. Wow. I, I'm I'm sure yeah, I'm not the only one who less, didn't yeah. know that. Um, or maybe because yeah, a lot of people don't know it. Yeah. So it's it's totally fine. You that, blew uh, my mind. Totally no, I'm serious. Just it out, I was like, it out boom! I can't. I, I did not know that. Wow. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. Um. Let's talk about products. You said that you know the market here in the Philippines can can really grow to uh, an international standard for when it comes to, to skincare products and whatnot. What is keeping mm-hmm. us from, in your opinion, as uh, someone who's been doing this uh, for a while now, what do you, well, how would you know when we've reached that level? What do you expect? Is it is it by sales volume? Is it by name recognition? Do you want someone like, uh, I'm just throwing out names, uh, you know, Brett Minrock, James Charles. Those are the only, uh, you know, the ones that I am familiar with when it comes to uh, uh, influencers and uh, skincare people in the U.S. Uh, mm-hmm. When they talk about it, is that your, uh, how you determine that we've kind of reached that level? What is the, how do you determine, how do you set the international standard in your opinion, in your eyes? Well, if I'd assume that if people like, you know, Brett, man, like, like, uh, my famous celebrities are already endorsing it. Yeah. Uh, I'd assume that that brand already has enough marketing budget, and though, and so, um, that is a sign for me for uh, of like success. Okay. <laughs> because um, not a lot of brands actually have marketing budget to be to uh, well, a lot do, but n- not a lot like you know s- spend on like celebrities. Yeah. Um, like it, they they have to be those big brands, right? So mm. yeah, I guess that can be like a sign. But I think what's keeping Filipino skincare from being, um, you know, from from like expanding. expanding. I think when it comes to big brands and sm- and small brands, I think even abroad, there's always uh, what caused the gap between them is always the marketing to itself. Um, Sometimes marketing can lead people to make, you know, wrong decisions or like, you know, like how one small TikTok can make a product so popular even if it's not used for the way it was supposed intended to be for, yeah. used. Intended for, like if a TikTok says, oh, you can use this, this like it's magic, um, <laughs> they can, it can explode really. Yeah. And uh, that's the thing. I think it's marketing. Uh, it's the marketing budget that really separates the brands from each other and I think that's why that's why I'm doing what I do it's really to inform the people so they know which products to really like hype up like you know like oh this product is good the, the formulation is good the ingredients list is responsibly made etc uh, etc et and you know the mark and uh, people nowadays I, I, I'd like to say that uh, 
skin, the skincare community is getting more, I'd say, like, uh, what's that word? Discern- discerning? Like, they're, mm. they they know more, right. to, like, they they know which, they know if marketing is, like, it's, it's trying to sell BS to them. Or if yeah, it's, yeah. Exactly, they can tell. exactly. Okay. Yeah, that's, so that's, that's what I like about the skincare community, like what's happening to the community. They're yeah. being more critical, which is a good thing. Yeah. I, and you you know, now that we you mentioned it, why don't we talk about your TikTok TikTok? Uh, you know, has blown up. Oh. Uh, you know, I, I know that you know I've heard I I I was familiar of TikTok maybe twenty nineteen, around early or mid twenty nineteen, but it really only super, super took off, especially here in the Philippines, uh during the pandemic, I would say. I I think it's safe to assume yeah. that it really uh, the numbers grew exponentially because everyone was at home and they wanted to do something. When did you start your TikTok? Were you a pre-pandemic or a pandemic TikToker uh, when it came to starting on I, that platform? I was technically. I like to think that I was a pre-pandemic TikToker okay. because I was there when it was still music musically. Have you? Yes, did you, did musically. You, yeah, you, yeah, musically. Yeah, it was still music, yeah. right? So I'd like to think, but um, for the most part, yeah, uh, I was a pandemic TikToker. Right. <laughs> uh, at first, I used to just do, you know, yung dance, dance lang, like you know, dance trends, Doja Cat, you know. Um, but then I started to, you know, when I started my channel, sabi ko, I think this could be a good platform to to share uh, bite-sized skincare information that I can really expound on on mm, YouTube. Mm. And so, it became that. It became uh, skincare with Jan Angelo. Um, so, yeah. Uh, but the challenge, I think, with TikTok is because it's such it's such a you know, micro platform. Not in terms of the people who use it, but like, you know, the seconds. I think it's so three, yes. three minutes is like the most. Um, cramming, cr- cramping or Cramming information. all the information yeah. in in sort of a time span is that's the biggest challenge because yeah. you can rub people the wrong sometimes and if you rub people the wrong way they're not going to listen to the information no matter how factual it is and that's something I learned the hard way yeah, TikTok <laughs> comments I, I tweeted about this TikTok comments are ruthless and I, I feel yes. like there oh are my some, gosh. there are some bloodthirsty TikTokers with you know with no profile picture who are, are not afraid to say how they really feel about you or your content, uh, which leads me yeah. to the question: When it comes to YouTube and TikTok, you know they're they're both very uh, popular platforms. But as you did mention, yeah. the the TikTok content is really catered for the attention span of you know mga three to fifteen seconds is like what they say our attention span is nowadays. How would mm. you say? Uh, besides the you know the the length of videos, do you see a difference in uh, your audiences on TikTok and YouTube, or do they kind of uh, are they similar when when in, maybe in response to you and your content on on each platform? I don't mean to like demean. It's okay. I, saying I, this, it's okay. But. <laughs> I'm so, as I don't know, can you can you feel that I'm like half scared <laughs> right now? Yeah. So, no, how about know. not your audience? Um, how about we talk about just the platforms in general? So it, it you know you're not okay. targeting your specific audience on your account on TikTok, but just in general TikTok uh, users who uh, versus YouTube users. What is the difference for you, in your opinion, on mm. just the platform itself? I think uh, the users on YouTube. Uh, they know how to listen more. Mm. 
compared to those in TikTok because I, I guess it's because of the the attention span thing too. When your attention span is 15 seconds, it can only get shorter because <laughs> things are just getting more instant and instant. Indeed. Um what I noticed about TikTok is when people um, see something, uh, either they don't finish the video to get like the entire context or um, yeah, when they don't finish the video, they say some thoughts and they're very, that's the thing. It's it's a really bad mix. Like not getting the context of something and also um, being very opinionated. And that's the mix of a lot of Yep. <laughs> uh, the audience on TikTok which yeah. makes, it, makes it a bit dangerous, right? I get so you. That's why they're ruthless, I think. I get you, I get you. They, they like to, I mean, that's, it's basically like uh, like you're reading an article, uh, you read the headline of an article and then you comment already your thoughts without reading the full article. Exactly. That's how That's how I uh, kind of liken it to. Because it happens not that's just That's a really with, good comparison, yeah. yeah not, it happens not just on TikTok, right? it happens on, on all social media platforms in general. But in in Actually. like you did mention on YouTube, they like you said they know how to listen because I really feel YouTube uh, audiences are more engaged in 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 terms of the general spectrum of audiences because they they subscribe to your channel and if you post more long form videos, they really the, the ones that you alagadmo for example, they probably watch the whole video so they watch all your other videos so they're more understanding of of you know everything that you might say. But if you start a TikTok video, yeah, which where on a, your for you page where you can run into people that you've never followed before. And if the first five seconds yes, rubs yeah. you the wrong way, you already develop a uh, an opinion of them and, and kind of stick with that unless you change their mind somehow by watching their other content, which doesn't happen all the time. So I feel you. I feel you on that. So a reminder to all the, you know, the listeners out there. Uh, Jan was not talking about uh, his specific audience on TikTok, but just, just a little comparison. <laughs> I think it's fair. I think it's very fair. I think it's very... I think yeah, it's very, yeah. very, very fair the way you put that out. Um, but, you know, we don't have a, a lot of time. You know, I feel like even though I don't know much about skincare, we could talk for hours on this because you're, you're so easy to talk to, Jen. But well, before we come to oh, a close, um, I'd like to ask you, for all the listeners out there who are like me, uh, I'm going to use myself as a, as a uh, vehicle for their questions right now. How do you, what are the, maybe the bare essentials when it comes to skincare? Because there's so many products out there. And I, I and this is an invite for them as well to go check out your channel um, because you have so much detail in, in all your videos. But if you were to, in a short answer, give us the, mm. the, the products that are essential uh, at any budget level, but just the essential products. What would you use? Uh, is it is it moisturizer, uh, uh, sunblock? Those are the ones that I am familiar with. But is there anything that I'm missing or that you would like to add? You're actually on the on the you're actually on the really you're, you're in a how do we say this? <laughs> you're on the right track. Okay, good. And then I I'm, I was planning to add like a really on it. <laughs> so I'm just gonna be wrong grammar and say you're on the really right track. I'm on the really right track. <laughs> I love it. You're on the really right track, but um. In a, in a, like, if I'm really going to like shorten it, and this is in my video, like beginner skincare. So for those listening, you might want to check that out. But um, if I'm going to like make it really, really simple, uh, you just really need three things, like a cleanser uh, or a face wash, as they call it, a cleanser or a face wash, uh, sunscreen uh, in the morning, and moisturizer, and that's it. Yeah. Like. 
no need for any toner, no need for any, unless of course it's medication right. from the dermatologist. But those three things, the cleanser, the sunscreen, and the moisturizer, that's really all you need, especially if you don't have any skin problems. You just wanna like take care of your skin. Yeah. That's that's key. That those three are key. Is it true that even if you let's say a lot of us are at home right now, that you still need to add sunblock because some people might have the notion that I'm not going to be exposed I don't. I'm not going to be exposed to the sun. Do I need to put on sunblock? Uh, is that something? Is that a notion that you want to dispel right now? Uh, is that something that you should you want to debunk and say no? You got to put it on every day. Actually, sure. I just realized this is something I can do on national radio. Nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> but um, there are two. There are two spectrums to it. So um, there's one. Like people saying that, uh, sorry, not two spe- spectrums, two sides to two the sides. spectrum. I got it. So um, there is this side that people say, oh, I don't wear sunscreen uh, when I'm indoors uh, and I don't have to. But there's this other side that says, even when you're indoors, even when it's nighttime, even if ganito lang yung ilo ko, you still need to wear sunscreen because it, that emits UV, that emits UV, that emits UV. So there's two very extremist, extremist, <laughs> very extreme <laughs> sides to okay. it. Um, but the the real answer is, of course, as expected, somewhere in the middle. So mm. uh, the fact about sunscreen is, as long as there is sunlight, even if one is indoors, if as long as the light of the sun, even if let's say um, I'm, I have glass windows, mm. the UV that causes the aging and the dark spots to like worsen on the skin will will can pass through glass windows, can pass through clouds. And so, when you're indoors, as long as it's daytime, if the sunlight comes in into your house in any way, anyway. it's very prudent to wear sunscreen. Um, and I always tell my viewers, just wear sunscreen. Like, like, just make it a habit, like parang pag-toothbrush. Because you don't know, sometimes like you f- you're going to say you're not going to leave your house and you're going to close your blinds. Mm-hmm. But you know, th- there might be a time that you have to, ho- have to open it and might be exposed for a few minutes. Right. Um, and I tell them it's very prudent to just wear it every day. Now, on the other hand, the the other extreme end, na parang oh, the lights emit UV rays. I actually consulted an expert already on this, and what they say is the light that that uh, you know the lights and like even LED, the ones in our computers, mm. they're like super one one over one thousand to to what the sun provides, right. and so there's really no need. Uh, especially with with fluorescent lights, they say it emits UV, emits UV rays, which uh-huh. is true. But it's so far from us that it's it doesn't really cause any danger. Maybe if the light's like one inch in your face and it's, <laughs> and it's like just there, constantly say, there, dangerous. Yeah. Okay. yeah, but yeah, at yeah. night and even when you're facing a computer, there's no need to wear sunscreen. Well, there you go, and and I'm sure you've already made uh, you know content on this on your YouTube, on your TikTok. So uh, this is as we come to a close to all our listeners out there who have not watched your videos. All your skincare questions probably have an answer on there. So Jan, why don't you tell uh, your future alagada? Uh, I don't know what you call them. Future inductees, <laughs> uh, where they can find you online and uh, maybe say hello to your fans out there. A lot of them are asking you. I don't know if this is an inside joke in your community about hindi daw sila ano tatahimik uh, if you don't sing. Pag hindi ka daw kumu- ano, kumanta. Is that something that uh, <laughs> they, they want you to say? I don't, you don't have to. I'm just saying. <laughs> I think it's just uh, yeah. It was this in, inside joke. Okay, that okay. One of my one of <laughs> one of my uh, admins. We call them the alagadmins. Alagadmins. <laughs> that Man, they that. were joking about it a while ago. Okay. But anyway, um, what? Oh yeah. Social media. Um, 
and just I, I'd like to invite uh, people who are like uh, who are listening and who haven't seen my YouTube channel. Um, I'm a skincare enthusiast and I do evidence-based skincare. Um, I collaborate with dermatologists and I plan to collaborate with other experts in the industry. So if you want skincare that is uh, mostly based on science, uh, do check do check out my YouTube channel. That it's Jan Angelo. That's J A N. Angelo and um, on Instagram doon ako nagkakalat doon ako na <laughs> more of my personal life okay uh, that's Ongiel uh, O-N-G-I-E-L so you guys can follow me there on IG on TikTok we also give out skincare information and to the Alagads hello uh, Miss Jurel Miss Harold Miss Roz Miss uh, Carl um Miss Yane, uh, a lot of the people. If I if I list them all, bahaw mabatay until okay. AM. But um, hello, oh my gosh, thank you so much for support. Kait kanina ko lang sinabi sa inyo na magkakashow tayo. You guys showed up, um, and I'll see you guys in my um uh, magpapa giveaway kasi ako tomorrow. Ay, so nice. Also looking forward to that. So I'll see you guys on our giveaway tomorrow on IG and on our Facebook group. So yeah, yeah I love you guys. I love you, Alagad and Alagad means. Yeah. Actually, speaking of giveaways, uh, ka bang mga future yeah. pro- uh, projects or videos that you wanna already you know plug ahead of time or maybe a, a early teaser for all the all your fans who are supporting you tonight. What what's what's in line for you the next few weeks or months in terms of content and in general uh, anything you wanna you wanna share with us. Um, just every Sunday, there's a new video. Um, we're gonna be having a giveaway tomorrow with um, Look Philippines. They're they're a really premium skincare store here. Nice. That's 6 p.m. on our Instagram, on my Instagram page, and also um, just telling the viewers, I guess for those who haven't viewed the channel yet, um, there's still an ongoing series in my channel. It's called Derma Answers. That's the that's the that's the unofficial name title, and we're going to be having uh, another dermatologist um, on board maybe like later this August. And just a clue because a lot of the a lot of the people who look at my channel are very they follow the dermatologists on IG too. Mm-hmm. Just a re- just a big clue: um, the dermatologist that we're gonna have next on the on the Derma Answer series, she is like blessed, super pretty af. <laughs> She's like, oh my god, like goddess, like okay. step on me queen All right. levels. So All right. yeah. All right, perfect. And, and any That's any it. friends and family you want to shout out, or uh, any anything else you want to say uh, to your your friends out there listening? Um, there's a lot of them, so I think I'm good. <laughs> okay, good. Thank you, Jen, for joining us this good. evening. Uh, we hope to have you. You know, once everything clears up, uh, we hope to have you here live in the booth. Uh, just, sure. Uh, but yeah, congratulations on your on your uh, all the work that you've done and uh, saying thank hello you. to all your fans as well who've been super supportive. I, I really love the comments that were coming in. So thank you to the fans who watched as well uh, the show tonight. And join us again next week for more hot conversations here on Heard on Thursdays. My name is JC Tevez. Have a wonderful evening and always keep it locked right here on The Monster. Good night, everyone. Bye-bye. Good night, everyone. Heard on Thursdays. Heard on Thursdays. The show that made Philippine FM Radio Talk. Winner of multiple KBP Golden Dove Awards. Only on Manila's hottest, Monster RX 93.1.